Welcome back to the the Scoop Podcast with the illustrious, handsome, extravagant host, Chima. Uh, today's episode, we're just going to recap some of the games I got to see on Monday and just break down just how the teams are looking like. Because, you know, it's, were we 16 to 18 games in? Lots of fun basketball. Uh, the first game we get into, Trailblazers, you know. Best team in the league. <laughs> uh, just trying to be funny, but that's my team. Supporting them for quite some time now. We're playing the Pacers. You know that fast ass offense behind Tyrese Halliburton at the helm. That man is looking like the best point guard in the league right now. It's not even funny. That man. Oh my goodness! Such such amazing basketball to watch from him. Such a great point guard. Takes care of the ball, finds his teammates, makes his teammates open, not just only finds them, just makes them open. It's ugly jumper, just the ugliest jumper. I will say it every single day until, I don't know, it looks prettier or something, but that man's jumper is not pretty at all. But it does the job. It does the job. It goes in. That's all that matters. Because uh, who am I to talk? My jumper probably pretty ugly too, but my shit not cash, so. Tyrese Hollibrand is, oh my goodness, that man is on fire. On fire. He had 33 points on us. 33 points, 9 assists. Usually he has like 13, 15 assists, but we was just letting him have anything. He was he was destroying us. Jeremy Grant, oh my gosh. He's he's an interesting person. He's a very interesting player. Like he, you know, he can be a first option on probably like five teams right now, but you're not going to trade for him because you're going to use him as like a secondary as a secondary third option score on your team. He's not going to really be that the number one guy you go to like he was when he was in, at the Pistons uh, a couple years ago. He's just a very interesting person. He came to the Blazers to not be the number one option, you know, play alongside Dame and Frenny. He's becoming like our number one option now. He had 34 points. And for most of the game, I'm pretty sure he only missed, like, two shots. Towards the end, you know, he, he was kind of missing some of the mid-ranges, but he was just automatic. Like, he, he put he put Bruce Brown in the post. He put Naismith in the post, and it was just automatic in the mid-range. That dude is a scorer and a pretty good defender, too. He had three blocks as well. So it was just an all-around performance. Led us to a much-needed dub. Road to, uh, what is our record, 5-12? and 12? Road to, oh, look, look at me in my math. 82 games in the season. We play 17 games. 65 and 12. That's what I meant to say. All right, we're to 65 and 12. Imagine that. A 60-game win streak. I think the longest win streak was like 27 games by the Heat. Yeah. yeah. 65 and 12. Road to 65 and 12. We're going to be there. Malcolm Brogdon facing his old team. He was automatic in the paint, but he was just he was just gunning for them. I just wish he took some more um smarter shots. Looked like he was just trying to cook somebody. He's just trying to get a clip out there and cook somebody. But I'm not gonna go too much into him because he manipulates the offense so well. Great pickup. I'm glad we're not trading him yet because we need some development for Scoop. We need a veteran presence for him. That man, you're telling me that man came in the league with no eyeballs? Why he just now getting context? 
How many years did you know you couldn't see? How many years? Because I knew what I, because I wear glasses myself. And when I play sports, I wore goggles. And then uh, when I played football in, in college, I wore a contacts too. But I knew at a very young age when stuff started getting blurry. Like I know some people wear contacts like for reading or reading glasses because they can't see up close or like something's barely blurry. But in a sport like basketball where you have to aim and try to get the ball into the hoop, I would assume you want the best elite vision you could ever have. This man decided when I get to the NBA is when I want to correct my eyes. Now, you know, you might get LASIK, you know, cost some money. Now you get in contacts. I'm not going to complain. At least you got the contacts, the goggles, got some some drip on you. And now you start making shots. Now you start to be aggressive. I want to see more aggressiveness from him, though, because I feel like I will, I'll be honest. I did not pay attention to Scoot when he was a, a G League Ignite. I didn't really pay attention to them. I don't really pay attention to college players or players coming up from the G League or just affiliate programs just because, I don't know, I haven't been super locked in with the, the young folks since I was in college myself, focusing on players my age that are bucket getters. So I will say I haven't done my due diligence on him as a player. But just from seeing him in the games play, it looks like he plays like a football player. You can tell somebody that has a good handle, good defense, good understanding of the game. I feel like he just goes out there and it looks like he's scared. And obviously he's a rookie, so I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to dig too deep in these players because you got to give him time to develop. He's 19, 20 years old. I'm not. You have so much time to get better. There's so many years to develop and become a better basketball player. So the point is not to dig deep into these players because they got time. But from what I can see right now, it seems like he's not as aggressive as he should be. You know, you want to get up to speed to the NBA pace play it's a different type of competition different level of competition whole different level from what he's used to he gotta get up to pace because we saw him in summer league that shit was beautiful and then he he had the ankle injury so he had to sit out the rest of the summer league it was a little glimpse and it was a good glimpse for me at least to see where his potential can be but with seeing him in the games it's just like i feel like he's scared to score sometimes he he's a good passer but it's just like he he has to get through the turnover phase which is going to happen it's a, it's a new speed new pace new competition i want to see more aggressiveness from him and see him go through his progressions and not be afraid to take somebody one-on-one i felt like a lot of times yesterday he could have got more shots up and taken his defender one-on-one and just go get a bucket just go cook him go score on him feel like it was a little bit too scared to do that i see some flashes and I, I like i like raw talent like we get we get to mold him into something that could fit our scheme i don't know what that is i try to be uh as <laughs> as an intellectual of an nba fan as i can i want to see him being molded into a playmaker great playmaker and great inside scorer because you know he's gonna work to, to the three levels of of scoring on the team but it's gonna be very good to see where he progresses in the in the season, especially when Anthony comes back, because I also don't know how these rotations are going to go. They now, instead of starting him, they put him to the bench. Malcolm Brogdon, rightfully so, should have started the whole time. And Scoot, Scoot's place in the team would be six-man, in my opinion, so he can develop. You don't have to rush these players just because you picked them so high in the draft. You don't have to rush them in there, just throw them in the fire. Like sometimes it's good, throw them in the fire, experiment, see what happens. And that's what we did. Throw them in the fire, experimented, put them back on the bench, you know, let them develop all the bench behind Brogdon. He's going to learn some things, you know, from playing and also seeing, shadowing, 
And then when Anthony comes back, there's just another different type of play that he gets to get mentored by when he comes back, but also don't know how the rotations are going to go because that's three guards I'm thinking about. You got Anthony that comes back, you got Malcolm Brogdon, and then you got Shaden Sharp. You're not starting all of them because we're just going to play the meanest guard ball ever with Aiton at center? Absolutely not. Malcolm Brogdon going to get the most rebounds, guaranteed. Aiton can get some boards, but when he Lean on that nut shit and just want to watch the ball bounce around as people get offensive rebounds over him. It gets annoying sometimes. So, but I, I, it's interesting to see how this team will be when Anthony comes back because, oh my goodness, the offense will explode. You guys do not understand the offense will explode. Oh, I can already see it now. Sixth place in the West, Portland Trailblazers. Remember that. Remember that. I'm standing ten toes on that one. Remember that. That's how I'm viewing the Blazers right now. Moving on, the Sixers. The Sixers and Lakers game. Didn't really get to see too much uh, on that game. But seeing the final score, uh, that's all I can say. Uh, AD, what's going on, man? Did you not see what Paul Reed said about you on the internet? Do you not, you know, you do not see the comments? Like, I know you, we don't want to hear the outside noise. He a bench player. You're not really worried about none of that. He said you flop. And you just be drawing. You just be flopping everywhere. He plays with a number one flopper. He plays with him. He said you flop too much. You don't be trying to get a bucket for real. He plays with the number one flopper. And then they crush y'all by 44. And then on top of that, AD, and B hooped you. You're supposed to be the defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year candidate. You got to. Like, oh my gosh, man. These pro- these Lakers games cannot be like this. They can't be like this. It can't be blowouts. LeBron too old to be carrying this team, man. He come on, bro. We need some consistency. Consistency somewhere on this team. Consistency somewhere. Like 44 is unacceptable. The 76ers to the 76ers of all teams, unacceptable. Y'all let Pat Bev go up and Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris hasn't played a game in how long? He in the league for a reason, but he hasn't played a game in how long? He shot 80% from three in 19 minutes. Y'all let Pat Bev throw up eight of them jumps, throw up eight threes in the air and drop four. He not doing that to me. Hey, Pat Bev, you a bucket, bro. Don't don't come after me. Oh, my gosh. Y'all that let this man win. Now he has so much more fuel and shit talk for y'all in the future. If y'all see each other again. Come on, bro. 44 is unacceptable. That's all I got to say about that. 44 points is unacceptable. And now the Wizards and the Pistons, the battle of the two worst teams in the East. The Pistons have disappointed me so far. And they've been disappointed for years. Yes, I know that. But they have disappointed me because I had them top eight in the East. I liked their lineup. I liked the young guys they had put together on that team. I like the new coach, Monty Williams. He knows how to win. He had winning seasons on the Suns. I know the Suns was a way better team, but I, I look at potential. And when I see potential, you know, I, I like to see it coming to fruition very early. Now, the Pistons still got a long way to go. It's a long season. They can turn this shit around. So what happened with the Jazz last year, they was, they was hooping in the beginning of the, of the year. And then they just dropped off. Just dropped off, dropped off, dropped off, dropped off, dropped off. And everybody was wondering why. They can't maintain the hot streak. And sometimes teams can't maintain the cold streak. I'm hoping they don't maintain the cold streak. I'm not a Pistons fan, but I, I like what's going on in Detroit. I like the little roster they got around them. Just need some, some veterans. 
I guess. It's, it's always about the veterans. I never realized how important it is. The veterans are very important to the, to the cohesiveness of the team. And Boyan is back off his injury. I don't remember what, quite what injury it was, but he's about to be back. There's more scoring, three-level scorer. Going to get a bucket from every place on the court. Great for them. Great leadership. They just, you know, they're putting the pieces together. They just need to get it get it together, man, because I didn't think they was going to lose to the Wizards. It was the battle of shit and shitter. And I guess shit won. To, <laughs> shit won <laughs> on Monday. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pistons, Pistons, Pistons. It's very early in the season, so I'm not going to count y'all out yet. I like what's going on, though. We going we going to get somewhere. We going to get somewhere, man. And then the Jazz and Pelicans. I'm not even going to lie, man. The Pelicans just uh Pelicans, bro. DPOY candidate on the team. Brandon Ingram, great scorer. He can take you to that mid-range. To take you to that mid-range is automatic. There's only like three people I will say that's automatic in the mid-range right now in the league. Oh, uh, three or four. Brandon Ingram is top 4. Brandon Ingram and Zion, Zion, he goes to the paint. You might as well count the bucket. Are you going to foul the mess out of him? You thinking like these two great scores, great big men, and, and Valanciunas, great defense, and Herb Jones. I know CJ McCollum is out with a collapsed lung. He's going to be coming back soon. I'm pretty sure sometime this week, maybe next week. You're thinking like all these great pieces together. It's going to translate into a lot more wins, but it's not really doing that. They've been playing pretty average, and then they drop a much needed win to the Jazz with no Lori Markkinen. It's just the inconsistency with that team is just you don't want to count them out yet but it's it's, it's, just sometimes it can get alarming the games they drop and then the games they win because when playoff time come around they got to be on their a game they're not doing it right now that's not a game that's not a game you lose man it's not a game you lose now the funniest game of the whole day the funniest the best that game i'm pretty sure that game ended at like 110 because i'm in virginia so that game ended like around one o'clock 110 Jokic did not play against the clippers Jokic didn't play aaron gordon was also ruled out jamal murray was ruled out as well he's day-to-day and the clippers had their entire team starting lineup Kawhi leonard zubat paul george james harden and terrence mann and i'm thinking all right because you know i'll be you know i'll be dibbling and dabbling with the best a little bit so i looking at i'm looking at that game only played Kawhi's over didn't want to ladder him up to 35 points didn't want to do too much i'm thinking it's a blowout he's going to get like his quick 23 25 piece blowout win like win by 15 20 points nobody could have told me deontay jordan hadn't played more than 10 minutes except for the game before this game i'm pretty sure the whole season reggie jackson deontay jordan we're going to look like jamal murray and nikola Jokic 2.0 this game you're telling me <laughs> reggie jackson had 35 points on 84 percent true shooting hey reggie jackson you know i call you bobby Smurder. What, what 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 got into you today what i'm not even uh tested today what got into you <laughs> on monday what got into you man i like to say he bobby Smurder because he he, he kind of looked like him he was hitting that shmoney dance all over the court oh my goodness and he has some for the clippers he probably he don't like that team for the way he was playing he don't like la he was balling them up he was balling them up and when i say he was balling them up he balled the whole entire team as a whole and then brought each individual in front of him i sold them and took them to the rack took them to the mid-range took them to the three euro spin floater he had everything knocked down everything was in everything hit nylon nothing hit rim that man was on one 
he was locked in. He was in flow state. That he was from another planet. Hashtag not from here. Oh my gosh. That game was it was hilarious just seeing it happen because it was just Reggie. It's Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson, like he 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 up there. You know, he not he not top 20. He like top 60. Uh, maybe not even top 60. I'm sizing it. I'm sizing like shit. Probably like how many people are in the NBA? 15 times like 32. Okay, there's a lot of people in the NBA. He just like, you know, the the not at the bottom, but somewhere the bottom half. And he looking like he was top three today. They spammed the lobs on Zubak the whole game. DeAndre Jordan, I felt like it was looking at Lob City again. Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and, and at the Clippers. He literally, he literally just took a flashback to the past. That's what it was looking like. Spamming. They were spamming lobs everywhere. He was catching lobs. He hasn't probably caught in like five years. They was using him the Jokic way too. He had five assists as well. I was starting to think he was about to drop a trip dub. Like that game was so hilarious. He ISOed James Harden. James Harden looked like a cone. Let his ass just get blown by. Iso Kawhi. Kawhi nothing. Clive, not one of those. Blue by Kawhi. Hit him with the up and under layup. Paul George was nowhere to be found. Like I know, you know, games like that happen. Paul George was just nowhere to be found, though. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say how it is. Six points, five fouls, bro. Damn, damn. That's all I gotta say about that. Damn. We know he's gonna bounce back, but damn. Ah. <laughs> oh my god. Zubak was hooping though, too. He gave DeAndre Jordan a, a taste of his own medicine as well. 23 points. Golly. Oh, this game was just so funny. It was just so funny. Kawhi did his thing. He, he was trying to will his team back, but this game should not have been close at all. MPJ didn't even hoop this game. That's how you know everything was just, it was opposite day. He shot three for 13. You think if in a game with no Jokic, no Aaron Gordon, no Jamal Murray, and Michael Porter Jr. shoot three for 13, they getting blown out or a loser. Nah, they was winning. They won this game by nine. Reggie Jackson. Hey, bro. Ups to that. I, I love seeing stuff like that. That's what shows you. It's just what shows the casuals that, hey, that man might be, he might be off the bench. Like, I know he's starting right out for Jamal Murray. He might be a six man off the bench. He might not get as many minutes as he used to. But let the, let the super superstars get go down. He can still hold his own. That's what it's all about. All 15 of them, of the people on the on the team will give you a bucket. They will give you a bucket and they will lock you down. And that's what the NBA is about. So don't sleep on these people. They're going to they show you why they're in the league. Now, it's just all about lasting. But, you know, everybody has their role on the bench in the starting lineup. And in that starting lineup, those two, it was special. It was very special. Oh, my goodness. That's why I love this sport, man. But also, it also got me thinking, how's the playoffs going to look like? Because if this is how they are in the regular season form with the backups, we saw how they started this. We saw how the Nuggets started this season. It was just looking like there was unstoppable and then this game playoffs is going to be very interesting it got me thinking again who's going to actually make a serious playoff run yeah the the standings right now if it ended today I'm looking because uh in the western conference timberwolves number one thunder number two nuggets number three suns number four mavericks number five Kings number six. And off that top six, I know who's making zero noise in the playoffs. Zero noise. Quote me on this. Zero noise. The Mavericks. Unless they just really, really lock in on their defense, Mavericks are making zero noise. There's nothing that offense, you can't just blow out the other team with offense. The defense has to step up too. We seen, we, I told y'all, uh, if you follow my, my TikTok, Fubin Scoops as well. Uh, yeah, Foop Scoops. That when the Mavericks play teams that are not up to par, oh, great. Great win. Super W. Oh, Luka dropped 50. 
Kyrie dropped 40. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's all good, right? They hoop the team. When they come across a team with a superstar power, not the same. Not the same. They they just can't hang. The offense got an offense. And when offense is an offense, they don't got the defense to defense. If you get what I'm saying. So making zero noise. The Kings, they they had that playoff experience. I think that they, they can get they can get stuff done in the in the uh, postseason. The Timberwolves, as long as Jaden McDaniels comes back and nice and healthy again, because I know he's hurt for the next two or three weeks, they will definitely make some noise. They definitely should have taken the Nuggets to six or seven games if Jaden McDaniels was there. We seen we seen a little preview matchup uh, for them against each other. Seen a little preview matchup, so that's we just know we we know who the Nuggets Kryptonite may be in the Western Conference, and I think that's the Timberwolves. Now going below the top six, the Rockets at seven, the Lakers at eight, the Pelicans at nine, and the Warriors at ten. All teams that will have to play each other for the play-in. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it from any of these teams. I will. I would like the Rockets, you know, make some noise too because I love that Ime Udoka pickup, Fred VanVleet pickup. I was like, eh, but. That they need veterans. They couldn't have. They couldn't run around with twenty-one-year-olds on that. It was just an AAU basketball team, just checking up shots and just not caring about winning. That was a. That was a. That was a cool little pickup. Dylan Brooks is. Dylan Brooks is just be. Just be a funny. It's just he just be out there just talking shit for no reason. Just be yapping and 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 talking. But you need defense. You need a dedicated defender. Sometime you need an enforce. You need a dedicated shit talker, dirty person on the court. You need a Draymond Green on your court sometimes. Not to get ejected, but it being somebody grilled and spray your hot ass breath everywhere. You need somebody like that on your court. <laughs> that them seven through ten, not seeing it from none of them teams. The Warriors gotta show me. Especially the Warriors. The Warriors gotta show me. They gotta show me they can make something shake, cause it's not shaking right now. What well, they shaking his ass. They gotta make something shake for sure. In the Eastern Conference, it's it's just Celtics, man. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know what to say. It's just the Celtics. The Celtics just got it like that. They just got it, man. They. Uh, uh, well, they all can play defense. One through five can play defense. They can all switch with each other. It's like, what can you do? You just have to. You just have to be locked in every single game. You have to be locked in and beat them early. You gotta jump on them fast and beat them early. Don't don't give them. You have to just step on their neck and 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 don't lift off your foot. The Magic, now the Magic, very interesting team. They're doing what I thought the Pistons were going to be doing this year. I wish I saw it. I'm not even gonna say I wish I saw it coming even more because you know there's always a surprise team. We had the surprise team last year. We're just gonna see if they can sustain it. Pretty sure they're top three in steals. They just on top of people. They on top of the passing lanes. They they in your pockets. Great in transition. Lots of young players that will run run the floor. Great playmakers like that. That defense is something serious. Top five in defense rated too. That defense is something serious. Don't it's nothing. It's nothing to sneeze at. They only going to get better. They very young right now. They only going to get better. So it's it's really special to see what they're doing right now and see if they can keep it up. The Bucks. Uh, that defense is suspect, suspect, suspect. I know you guys saw that. If you guys saw that game with them. In the in the Wizards, it took three players to score 101 points, and they only beat the Wizards by I'm pretty sure like max five points. That's not going to be sustainable. It's not. It's not going to be sustainable. Like, I want Damon to win win his ring. You know, ex Portland Trailblazer. It hurts my soul to say that that defense is suspect, man. You're not going. You're not relying on Malik Beasley to lock up the other team's best player. Come on now. We need we need something better than that one. 76ers, you missed me with that. I'm not putting any chips on the table for somebody that's going to flop for every point he's going to get at the free throw line. You missed me with that. 76ers, they just a regular season team. 
until MB stop that flopping stuff, until he stop flopping like a damn fish, then I'll, I'll I'll say something better about that team. The Heat, you know, the Heat always sneaky. The Heat always sneaky. They go. It doesn't matter what their regular season record is. Once it's playoff time, they just gonna turn it up. They lock in real real easily. They lock in real easily. Eric Spolstra, one of the the best coaches in the league. They gonna lock in real easily. There's nothing much to say about that team. Doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. Doesn't matter who is on their roster. We're gonna see a sneaky player turn it on, t- tee up, help their team out, like Caleb Martin did in the playoffs last year. They're their rookie, uh, Hame, tearing it up right now. They they're they're set. It does not matter what happens in the regular season with that team. They will be set. Now the interesting teams after the Heat, the Knicks. Great defense. Unreliable coach, though. In my opinion, unreliable coach. Great defense. Great defense. Great rebounding. Always going to get the second chance points. So you gotta you gotta really box out all them people on the team because they're going. They're ball hawks on the boards, ball hawks on the glass. But their their coach is not reliable enough for me in that playoff in a playoff series, unless it's against the Cavs because the <laughs> the lights a little too bright for them. That, and, and then speaking of the Cavs, no, I don't even want to talk about that team, man. They are. They're not even they're not even close to my radar. And the Pacers, the Pacers are an interesting one. If they can sneak in, their offense will their offense will take them somewhere. But their defense, they have the best offense and then the worst defense. It's going to be interesting to see how they will handle that in the playoffs. But if they can sneak in and just get Tyrese Halliburton some some experience in there, get all of them some experience. It's going to be great for their development and then moving on into next year. As long as they, sne- they you know, keep maintain their current pace and sneak in there, it's going to be great for their development. But I don't know if they, they make any noise this year. If they catch a team, they can catch a team like the Bucks early. If they catch a team like the Bucks early, they can do something. A Bucks or the Magic, the way their current standings are, are, are at, it, they, can, they can sneak past the first round. But other than that, other teams got a little too much experience, star power. And then their defense is just is just so bad. You, they just lost to the Trailblazers. Now that the Trailblazers are ass, they're my team. So they they bucket getters. They about to be six in the in the West. I already said it earlier. They about to be six in the West. That defense is is suspect as well. But if they catch the Bucks, hey, two sus defenses. We won't see where it's gonna go. That's where I'm thinking the the, the playoffs about to be looking like this year. Oh, I'm so excited to see. I want to see a new team win this year. I'm not going. I'm not going to lock in any team. I'm going to think is going to win. Already was like you know Glaze and the Celtics a little bit saying like they unbeatable. Every team is beatable. Yeah, Celtics. Yeah, it's not over yet. We're only 17 games in. I'm not going. I'm not going to lock in any any uh future team that's gonna win. Yeah, we already we already know the. The two, the two teams that are at the top. It's, it's universal. If I, if I want to be, you know, taking a ridiculous hot take or just be controversial, in my opinion, I would just, I would just go ahead and take the Timberwolves, Timberwolves or Thunder. But they just got the Thunder just got to hang with these big, buff, sloppy centers that they're gonna have to come across in the in the playoffs. So that's the the, the only gripe. But if I want to be extra controversial, I'm gonna just go with the young teams, Timberwolves, OKC, lock it in, Fubin scoops approved. Thanks for for listening. Tune in next week for more Foop and Scoops Ball Talk. Foop and Scoops out. Boom, boom.